Welcome to Live in the Messiah's Love. I'm your host, Kimisha Lucier. So glad you're back. So glad to be spending this time with you. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of your walk with Jesus Christ and a part of your journey to become a warrior for the Lord and a part of his elite force. Um, welcome, my love. Thank, Thank you, you for being here with us. Thanks Thank for you for me. You're welcome. Thank you for sharing the gifts that God has put on the inside of you with us. Before we get into the episode today, darling, will you open us up in prayer? Absolutely. Heavenly Father, we thank you mm-hmm. for your presence. And we know that we're always in your presence, that we never leave. So we thank you that we can abide in you mm-hmm. and that you abide in us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your rest. We welcome you mm-hmm. into this place and into the, the lives and the atmosphere. Thank you, Jesus. And not just this place, but of everyone and anyone who is listening. And desires to grow and be more conformed to the image of your son, Jesus the Christ, Lord. Thank you. We thank you for that. And Lord, we take control right now and bind up the adversary Mm. over people's, I'll say, thoughts and and their hearts and their, their minds, Lord. That it would be of peace. You say often in your word to pray for peace. Also, the peace of Israel. Israel is the nation, but also Israel is your people, to whom you are their God and our God, mm-hmm. and we who are your people, Lord. Even in this this time and this season of warfare, both for the nation, but also for those that are a part of your kingdom, that have been grafted in and are, are counted among the seed of Abraham. Mm-hmm. We thank you and glorify your name, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Ask you for peace as you and through your Holy Spirit, teach us and lead us into how to wage a good warfare. Amen. Mm-hmm. And we thank you and give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. In yes, the name Lord, of Jesus. Jesus, almighty name. Amen. 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 So we are continuing and actually wrapping up our objective, objective of warfare. Um, so let's get into this. Um the official title would be Objective of Warfare Part 3. Is this Part 3, Henry? Yes, it okay. is Part 3. <laughs> okay, awesome. Awesome. So we left off, um, and we just have one more point to discuss. Um, darling, will you read Romans eleven twenty nine for us, please? Absolutely. It says, For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. Amen. Very so- simply stated, but effective and powerful. Amen. And so what that means is once God um, bestows a gift, he doesn't take it back. Now, we've already covered that we, as the receiver of the gift, can forfeit it um, by falling into the traps of the adversary. We can forsake it Mm. by choosing to walk away from it. But God doesn't give it and then take it back, give it and then take it back. Even when you look back through the scriptures of what happened with the children of Israel or David in um, the Old Testament, you'll see that God didn't change his mind about the promise. He didn't take it back. He just said, because of your sin, you've chosen to not be a part of it. And your sin is going to keep you out and keep you from partaking of it. Um, So... What we, we want to know and what we're going to talk about tonight and, and just briefly is that God needs your permission to operate on your behalf to help you 
um, because he gave you the authority as a part of his divine plan. So we've talked about God's mission, what he's working on in the earth. And part of that was um, the second point that we talked about, that he gave dominion and authority to mankind concerning the earth. And there were um, there was a specific, a special um, authority and dominion given that was unique to Adam and woman as the first of humankind in the earth. Mm-hmm. There was a general um, dominion and authority that was given to all mankind that operates whether we are sinful or righteous. And then there's a special dominion and authority that belongs to the Messiah, the risen Messiah, that he has delegated to his body and the believers. Now, remembering our God's character and his nature, that once he bestows something, once he sets a law in motion saying, this is the way that it operates, he doesn't break his own word. He doesn't usurp. So he gave us dominion and authority in the earth as believers. So Christ said, go, we read the great commission, go into all nations and preach the gospel. And he gave specific criteria of things that he wanted us to do. Part of Mm -hmm. that was casting out demons, right? Absolutely. And laying hands on the sick and that they would recover. Not because the power is vested in us, but it rests in what Christ has already done. And it is in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, But we still have to do what he told us to do. And we have to give God permission or release him or loose him to work on our behalf. We talked about binding and loosing in the previous episode as well. So, Which goes to what you will allow or permit or what you will stand against. Exactly. So whenever you determine something is a legal action in your life, so and and specific talking about... Legal or illegal? Legal. Okay, so So you will permit it or allow it to operate and function. Correct. So when it comes in terms of thinking about the adversary, because it's the thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he oftentimes works through people and situations, Mm -hmm. but the adversary and the, the one that we war against and enforce are spiritual beings, wickedness, um, wicked spiritual beings, the devil, demonic principalities, strongholds, right. All that we see listed in, um, Ephesians six. So understanding that helps us realize that when God gave us the, I'll say the privilege and obligation to Mm -hmm. enforce the blessing, he meant that. And to enforce the kingdom of God in the spiritual arena and then having its natural reflection come through to the natural realm that you see, God charged us with that and he did not take it back. Now, just a little side note, uh, just so you understand this as well, because God vested dominion and authority of mankind in the earth and the first Adam, that is also why Christ had to come and put on flesh as the last Adam and not usurp authority, but legally win it back. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. So if you say as a delegate of Christ, as a... um, One who has been given power of attorney... Exactly. legally and rightfully utilize the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. And you say the devil's actions are illegal in your life, in... In the situation, in the circumstance, in whatever's happening. And the territory that God gave you, Mm -hmm. then the power of God will enforce 
that because God has already said it's illegal. And now he's waiting for us to agree with him and to align ourselves with him and call the devil's actions illegal because God gave us that responsibility and that freedom. Absolutely. And and two things uh, I want to point out with this. One is now if, we, if you go through scripture or as you're reading, you'll see why the Lord multiple times says to understand the difference, teach the people the difference between the holy and and the profane. Mm -hmm. And if you're not sure, well, there's an easy way to get the answer. Let's ask the Lord for it. Lord, what do you say about this? Amen. What this individual is doing, what they're saying, or and or is there an an evil or wicked spirit operating behind this individual that is that they are cooperating with, whether they know it or unknown unbeknownst to them. Mm Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 He'll give the answer. Glory to God. And the the key part for us as the warriors of, warriors of God is not to think that the power rests in us to do anything other <laughs> than give God permission, other than agreeing with the Lord and doing the work that he has committed to us. It's not our responsibility to make it happen. It's our responsibility to uh, enforce what he has in the standard and the laws that he has set forward and in place. Amen. And to use the dominion and the authority that he gave us to do just that. Amen. That's our part of this this um, relationship with the Lord <laughs> <laughs> and the ministry that he's given us. That's our part of it. And it's God's power to take care of it. That's Absolutely. His, his ability gets the work done. That's the very thing Christ said when he was here in his earthly ministry. I don't do the work. It's not me who's doing the work. It's the Father in me. He Amen. does the work. And we know by understanding now in Revelation that he was referring to Holy Spirit, uh, working through him and for him to carry out the will of the Father that Jesus verbalized and acted in. And so the same thing happens with us. So here's key takeaways from our time of studying the objective of war, uh, warfare and spiritual warfare specifically is number one, God expects the believer to enforce the victory that Christ has already won and enforce the blessing in your life, your territory and the places that he's given you dominion and authority. That would be your physical well-being, health, everything from the top of your head to the soles of your feet that you need that pertains to life and godliness. That includes your family. If you have children, um, grandchildren, that mm-hmm. extends there, that covers your workplace, wherever God has your assigned house, you, your household, your street, your block, your neighborhood, your community, your your city, state, province, nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it just keeps extending throughout the whole earth. It keeps extending and realize this, you, you will grow. Amen. You're going to grow. So we're going to start with the stuff that's specific to you because sometimes when it comes to cities and regions there are other authorities in place um that the lord is set to sit over that region god's authorities i felt led to share that because i'll say as as you were saying there's growth so don't just get complacent where you're at amen we are absolutely going to stretch and grow but you have to you got to take care got, of what square one first before yes. you can try to conquer the whole world. <laughs> so we're going to start small, then we're going to reach out, not putting any limitations on mm. God, but understanding how the kingdom of God operates. The, the battle space that you have been given to operate in. Amen. Absolutely. So start by occupying that to the fullness of 
your capacity and what God has entrusted to you. And then God will expand you mm-hmm. as you go. So let's, let's manage that family, the household, your physical well-being, your finances, your workplace, your vehicle, um, definitely your home, your neighborhood, anything that directly impacts your ability to have life and life more abundantly. Absolutely. Okay. So look, just keep it in those terms and then we'll, we'll grow out as we learn more and we become more steady and stable on our feet. Uh, number two, God gave mankind authority over the earth and over the territory that he's assigned to them or assigned to us. So for you, I don't have uh, spiritual authority over your house. I can agree with you concerning your house, but I can't come and command mm-hmm. it because I belong to God and I have this place of authority with the Lord in general. That's a territory he's assigned to you. Right. Amen. And don't, you know, don't say, don't come to my house, but <laughs> you can't have <laughs> dominion and authority over my house. It, it's our house, right? That has so, been assigned by the Lord to us. To us. Exactly. And then even within that, you and I, my love, we don't compete with, with, with each exactly. other. We complement and we come together and we work together as a team. Right. Absolutely. So just understanding that we're not here to try to outdo one another because that's, that's chaos and confusion and it doesn't speak the things of the kingdom it does not have the love of god working in it so we we have to understand how this kingdom is designed to function and operate therein not try to rewrite our own rules and want everything to work around us and pride and arrogance is not a part of the kingdom of god but unity in love towards the father and then his people amen um And again, that's a connection point that God gave mankind authority over the earth and over the territory he assigned to them. That's a connection to our Messiah, the last Adam. That's why he came and put on flesh because God was winning back what um, rightfully belonged to him that was stolen. That brings me to point number three. God is not a usurper. He's not a usurper. He's not an overpowerer in the sense of taking away free will. And if he gave you dominion and authority, he expects you to use it. He's not going to steal it from you. The thief is a usurper. The thief, the devil, demonic forces, you know, all that kind of goes in the same category. And we can just sum it up by calling them the adversary, the devil, that includes every, every one of them. Um, they are usurpers. The mm-hmm. adversary is a usurper. The adversary is a thief who does nothing but steal, kill, and destroy. God is a winner. And because he is the one who created the spiritual laws and set the plan in the course that he desired to have the outcome, he already knew the strategy to get back what he had already anticipated, what was going to be lost. So if you can remember back to what we've been talking about, God is a not, not a reactionary God, mm-hmm. right? But he is responsive. And he's working his plan. So when the water boiled, he added salt. And then, you know, carried on with his recipe. So when Adam fell in the garden, God wasn't surprised. He already knew. And the last Adam was already the lamb slain before the foundation of the world, right? Before the foundation was even laid. Amen. So God is not a usurper. He's a winner. Number four, he needs your permission because he gave you dominion and authority. Number five, if you don't drive the devil out of your territory, neither will he. He will not violate his word. He cannot deny himself and he will not. It's impossible for God to lie. So he's not going to say, here's the standard and here's how I designed the kingdom to operate and then break those rules for you and me. He, He is the pattern and example. Exactly. So he won't violate his own word. Amen. His word he holds above his very name. Exactly. So he absolutely will not violate it nor will he tolerate others violating it. 
Amen. And what he will do is help us exactly. grow up so that we can understand, you know, case in point, the God's Warrior series is doing just that, helping us to understand the way the kingdom operates so that we're we're skillful warriors and able to navigate the things of God and function in the kingdom and flourish in the things that God has um, designed for us and planned and have victory in every day of our life. Mm -hmm. But wanting it to be a certain way is not going to change the way God set it up. He said, here's the door. Use the door <laughs> to come in the if you, house. If you don't come through the door, you're a thief and a, and a robber, right? Exactly. So, so that applies to us in the kingdom as well. That's right. And it's not fitting for the king's children to be running around acting like scavengers, thieves, and robbers. He exactly. wants us to use the door. So that's why we're we're doing this because God said he's ready for his people and his children to know this and to grow up into his things and become that elite force that he is looking for in these end days. So... um those are the key takeaways from our time of the uh, talking about um, spiritual warfare and the objective to warfare. And I just want to put a quick reminder out for um, on point four that he needs your permission because he gave you dominion and authority uh, to parents and to grandparents in Amen. particular. Um, you can use your that Spirit, authority. Your authority. That's yes. right. On behalf of your children and your grandchildren, even though they're adults, even though they don't know that you're praying for them, and God will use that as a door opener, your prayers for them and your faith towards God as door openers to help them, even when they don't know they need help and even when they're wayward. You know, there's many times in my life that. Um, you know, someone might, I looked up and said, I didn't die. And, you know, somebody might say, well, I don't know if that's true because I did all these sinful things and I didn't give God permission for anything, but I'm still alive. I'm still here. And then I would counter and say this, your mama prayed for you. Your, your grandmama prayed your for you. Your great grandmother or, and <laughs> exactly. hopefully, hopefully the, the dads and grandparents as well. Exactly. And, you know, I'm, I'm just speaking Interceding from, on your behalf. Exactly. And, you don't know who has prayed for you in your lineage, but God does. And thankfully, he is a rememberer. He doesn't forget, right? And even the scripture, our springboard scripture in Romans chapter 11 and 29 for this episode says, for the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. And in context, um, the writer here, the apostle Paul is talking about how Israel, even though they were sinful, was mm -hmm. not cast away from God because of the forefathers because abraham isaac and jacob obeyed god and god Amen. had a covenant with them and their prayers god was using as an open door to bring redemption to the house the literal lineage of israel because god Absolutely. had that promise out there and because they believe god and we have evidence the word of god that talked about abraham believing god and it being accounted to him for righteousness and um teaching his children after him Amen. and and I'll go out, if you will, on a limb here. It's not so much of a limb, but it's not just about biological Amen. children and seed. It's Amen. those that the Lord has assigned to your care. And we see this, well, you brought up the Apostle Paul, honey, honey. So so you see that even with Paul, he was praying for Timothy. He was praying for Titus. Mm -hmm. Like there are countless, they were not his children biologically, but clearly he acted as a spiritual father or parental figure in their lives. Yes, they had their grandmother, or in mm -hmm. Timothy's case, he had his mother and his grandmother. And they both prayed for him. Absolutely. Evidence in the scriptures. And mm -hmm. he was also assigned to Paul's care. Amen. Now, when it comes to a, a, a relationship that you have spiritual authority, but it's not um, one that's 
I'll say what, falling under that general category of dominion and authority that comes to humanity, whether they are believers or not, whether unrighteous or righteous, it doesn't matter. When it comes to that, you need permission from Amen. the other person. So Paul had Timothy's permission Absolutely. to be a spiritual authority in his life. He wasn't stealing it. Paul could not have um, usurped Timothy's will in this regard. Absolutely. Timothy, willi- Timothy willingly submitted to having Paul as a covering for him. Mm-hmm. And he submitted to him being a spiritual father, opening the door for Paul to pray for Timothy. So as you're moving, be pay it. Absolutely. I love that you said that, darling, about the relationships that are not just familial. Um, mm-hmm. And even being a, a blended family, you still have the right to pray and permission to pray with the spiritual authority over your family, especially the Lord brought that family together. Um, but when it comes to things that are separated, like you, it's another adult, Absolutely. I can't just come and topple you over and make you receive because God, the creator himself, who has all the best plans and ideas did not do that. Mm-hmm. So there has to be permission granted in that regard. But once you, it's been granted, you use that to the full ability and not as a means to try to control someone because that's not of God, but to pray in the perfect will of God for their lives and to pray in the kingdom of God into their lives so the Lord can work whatever he wants to work on their behalf is how you use that resource. Amen. And uh, also going back, you see multiple times, we'll use Moses and Aaron as an example in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, in uh, number 16, <clears throat> clearly the, the children of Israel were acting up, mm-hmm. if you will. And, and by acting up, I mean they were in much opposition to the Lord and to whom the Lord had put in authority over them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what was Moses and Aaron's response? They didn't engage the people. But if you read, especially number 16, and some of the following chapters, they sought the Lord repeatedly interceding on behalf of the people Amen. for the people. Now the people didn't want it and they chose to do their own thing, but let's recognize that we often look at the events or the outcome. The Lord said what the Lord said, Mm -hmm. but they had an opportunity to enter into the grace that was being provided Mm -hmm. through, I'll say Moses and Aaron's intercession Mm-hmm. laying prostrate or before the Lord interceding on their behalf. Mm-hmm. So so understand that as well, because as, as we said, it's those that are assigned to your care. Amen. And Moses is a good example of um, someone who was given by God a regional authority yes. to pray for Israel, the royal Israel. And even when they came out of um, Egypt, they agreed to submit to his leadership. Amen. Right. And God sees agreement the way he does. They packed up their stuff. They put the blood on the post. Mm-hmm. They ate the, that was them agreeing to the plan that God had set up to allow Moses to cover them spiritually and Absolutely. to lead them. So they agreed. Now, the moment they disagreed, they had the right to disagree if they wanted to, and to sever that connection to that spiritual authority and that covering if they wanted to. And, and, and you saw that with, with the sons of Korah, then mm-hmm. you saw that, well, Almost immediately following that, I believe in the same chapter, the very next chapter when, um, well, then there was a, a plague that broke mm-hmm. out. And so, but each of each of the individuals had the opportunity to stay in covenant with the Lord and mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. his structure that he placed at, for that time, the people and, and Moses and Aaron and, and those that were given authority over them. 
or to sever that. And Amen. you saw the outcome. Amen. And then, so going back to how we discussed briefly the regional kind of territories mm-hmm. that would govern a city or a, a, par, a nation or things of that nature, Moses was given a specific authority to come to God, right? And to do that. But other people said, well, I want to have that authority too, right? And they tried to wrestle with him over it, but <laughs> God clearly had chosen whom he'd chosen. So exactly. as we're growing, not saying that God is limiting you, not saying you can't pray for your, your city and your nation and you can't keep the devil out. I'm saying occupy what you know 100% and then grow Occupy from to the full what you have been given authority over. Exactly. And as you become faithful over little, God Amen. will make you ruler over much. We don't need to try to clamor and to do things that to us seem more important because occupying and governing your household and your territory, your children and all of those things and keeping the devil out of that is... is paramount and sets the vital. tone and exactly. the stage foundationally exactly. for the next step and then the next step and the Amen. next step. But also it releases... Um, grassroots if you will we always Mm -hmm. want to go from the top down but this is from the bottom up if you will absolutely when you have children that are healthy and know to love the lord their their god with all their heart soul mind and strength and those children are going out into the community and they're doing that and they're Mm -hmm. occupying their territory to the fullness the adversary will have nowhere to run amen Amen okay so um we will have a lab coming out about this shortly, and uh, these key takeaways will be there so you can read them again. And, um, you know, keep being faithful with God. Keep keep up with your prayer time. Uh, when we put a lab out and there's prayer instructions in there, that is meant to um, be instruction for prayer, the, the minimum prayer, and, and provide you <laughs> guidance until we do the next lab. So um, even though it may say this week, this is what we're going to do. Continue that until we do the next segment of prayer. So that way you're continually being strengthened and exercised so that you can mature. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for spending your evening with us. And we hope that you're growing in the Lord. And we trust him that every word that the Lord sends and speaks over your life will not return to the Father void and it will not return to you void. We'll see you back here next time. And We are praying for you, and please remember to live your life in the Messiah's love. God bless you. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on Connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe.